Welcome back to the podcast, and on this episode, it's an Origin special. Myself and Luke from the Rugby League Lounge sit down and have a chat, all things State of Origin. We list our teams, we go through any selection headaches for the upcoming series, and we also have a preview and a prediction for who we think will be man of the series for both New South Wales and Queensland. As always, if you're enjoying the podcast, it does mean a lot if you can like, subscribe to the channel, give us a follow on any of our social media as well, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. It's a free service, no, not asking for any sort of, sort of money, so everything is much appreciated. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I've got Luke once again from the Rugby League Lounge. We've been only real posting lately. Uh, apologies about that, we've been flat out, but... Thought we'd get back into it. A little bit different. Uh, we're still doing the stat wars. I still think I'm just narrowly in front at the moment. I found a way to to strike back, but um, not talking stat wars today. We're going to do an origin special. Um, we we pretty much uh, let you guys know about this one a few weeks ago. Said we'll in the works of getting it done, and we've both come up with our teams. Interestingly, we're both. I'm New South Wales. Luke is Queensland. So we've got to have difference of opinions which would be fantastic but we're going to talk about both teams and key changes that we think could be some surprise packets uh, some key players maybe missing out so Luke how you been mate? Hey Joel you know I've been good been keeping busy but I must say it is starting to feel like Origin is just around the corner um, I think especially for fans of club teams that aren't doing so well they're probably ready for it to come um yeah sooner rather than later but um yeah it's always an exciting time of the year and speaking personally i think it's also exciting depending on the year before and i think for everyone it's that obviously queensland got a bit of hope now i think we're expecting kind of that blues dynasty but obviously after causing upset last year um i, I believe there was quite a lot of interest in a kind and as we'll get to today it's not straightforward in terms of team selection. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to today's chat, mate. Yeah, no, me, me too. And it's it's getting colder. i got the long long shirt out today. That's, that's when you know Origin's just around the corner. So yeah. uh, definitely the weather is there. It's For mine, I feel like, in a way, the, the club footy's gone down a, a notch. Um, I feel like that's when you know it's origin time a lot of the big players are starting to hit their form as well we've seen ponga on the weekend luai all sort of stamp their case when they're sort of in a selection uh sort of tug of war there but let's go straight into new south wales shall, shall we and being the the new south wales fan myself i will and i've got a post up i actually did this today so um i'll be literally naming that side that i've put you want me to go first or you you want this one luke yeah, no, you go ahead, mate. If you lead off with your, obviously, team that you support, and I can probably lead off with Queensland, that might be the way to yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Well, for my blue side, I've got fullback, I've got and captain James Tedesco. It's We'll get back to this once we've named our lineups, but obviously there is a little bit of uh, question marks at the moment around that choice, and if he is deserved so with his form, but I've gone that. I've gone Toe, and I've gone Campbell Graham as my wingers. Um I think Campbell Graham has just been so classy this year and I, he needs to be in there. And a lot of people have commented on it, um, the post so far, but they sort of forget he played wing for Australia at the World Cup and I thought he did a pretty good job there. So um, I don't think he'll be out of place, especially when his centre pairing will be 
I got the troll with him, so he'll have a club teammate. And I've also got Trebojevic. I, I know he's not playing great football. Um, his body's sort of hampering him still. But for mine, I feel like he doesn't have to do the running that's involved at fullback for, in centre. So I think he's just one of those origin players for mine. He sort of needs to be there. And I think if we didn't pick him, Queensland would be licking their lips. It would be something that I feel like when he's on in the team, you just can't fall asleep on him because he could just turn something on. The halves pairing, I've gone for Nico. Nico Hines at 5'8". He's just been too good for mine. I think it's it's too hard to ignore him. Um, breaks up a club form, which we can talk about afterwards as well. And I've got Nathan Cleary. Front row, I've got Payne Haas, Junior Paulo. I've got Damien Cook as my hooker. So beats out... Um, oh, I've had a mental blank for his name. Uh, Coruscant, sorry. He's beat yeah. out Coruscant for, for that spot. Um, just this week, actually, I put in Tyson Frizzell in the back row. I've really liked what I've seen from him so far. and He's done the job in the past. And for mine, I think there's a little bit of weakness in the in the uh, forwards for New South Wales at the moment. There's some injury clouds, uh, which has made things a little bit harder when it comes to this. And Cameron Murray is the other one. I think he just has to be on the run run on squad. And unfortunately, that means slightly out of position because my lock is Isaiah Yo, and you're not going to move him out of the out, out of the locks. So um, my bench, I've got Matt Burton, interestingly, um, as my 14 uh, to come on. The Burton bombs in origin, it would be something special. Um, but I also think he could do a job in around the middle when players are starting to get tired. Uh, we've seen Ponga do that for Queensland um, the last year or so when he comes on off the bench and he just sort of creates just creates stuff out of nothing. I think Burton could be that player. That does mean I don't go Coruscant, which we could talk about as well um, soon. But Hudson Young, Ryan Madison and Jack DeBellin rounds out my uh, bench as well. What about yours, Luke? Yeah, well, I'm basic. Well, I am copy and paste for the backline. Um, yeah, it's interesting, obviously, the discussion around Tommy Turbo. I was kind of leaning towards actually not having them in there, um, in the sense that, like, he actually, he generally, and it's, oh, God, I'm Captain Obvious, he does not look okay. He doesn't. But I think I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I think he will make that call, like Latrell did last year about if I play or if I don't play and I'll back him in to do an 80 minute job also there's no one really screaming for that position either um because like you said Campbell Graham could go to center um as well but your best next option for me is Josh Shadow Carr um and he's coming back from injury as well just so early he hasn't kicked on this year like you know he hasn't really Kept that momentum. Obviously, also that drama around should they pick him because of the rugby stuff. And Daniel Tupo is probably not in his – well, he is not in the best form of his career. So, yeah, you got Teddy To'o on the wing with Campbell Graham making his debut, Mitchell and Turbo in the centres. And you, like I mentioned um, to you before, you convinced me on the Nico Hines um, number six. Kind of wanted to swing back there for a second there with obviously Luai's game against the Roosters with Cleary. Nico Hines is just that good and I believe he needs to get picked and I think it's one of those double-edged swords at the moment with the comf- being comfortable having Jerome Luai there. But the, at the end of the day, obviously, and that's obvious because of the partnership, Hines is one of the best players in the game and I think this actually is the perfect time to bring him coming in off a loss. 
I can't say they can afford to lose the series, but I do believe they will be making a mistake if they don't give Heinz a go now. Um, yeah, because I just believe it's going to be really hard to fit him in at any time. And I think you're coming off a loss, also playing the form of his career. Um, and Luai wasn't playing great. I believe this is the time to do it. And um, yeah, and he's obviously he's a seven, but he has six tendencies. For my front row, I've got a bit different. Now, I've got uh, Jordan Ubolo there. I've got, like you said, Damien Cook. Is there? He is pretty obvious that he's there, but the debate really does lie on who you have on the bench if you do carry a hooker. Um, Kyle said, obviously the Tigers have won two in a row. Um, well, obviously before this weekend against the Rabbitohs, but did themselves pretty proud in that game. I have gone for another rookie, and obviously you've got a couple players that went in the score last year in your team as well. I have got a guy that hasn't been in great form this year. His team hasn't been in great form this year. But I honestly just want him to do what Josh Papalihi did for the Maroons last year and just be there for 20 minutes. And you, you're you not going to gain a lot. So obviously this means I have Payne Haas coming off the bench. So I have got Jordan McLean in there at the moment. He would do the exact same if Jake Dvojevic was there. Just kind of because I don't think there's going to be much space early on. I think you're just going to be used as a batting ram. And I think it is important just to bring Payne Haas on to have a 60 minutes fresh where he is actually the one with the fullest um, gas tank in the whole team. And I believe he came off the bench in another series. And at first I thought, because we just kind of pitched him as a workhorse, but it actually, actually brought a lot of impact in. So I'm going to have McLean there. Um, I've got Hudson Young making his debut. He just screams origin. He came back last weekend, so number 12, I do have Mr. Um, Liam Martin. Um, he come off the bench. He's come off the bench again. So, yeah, you can say maybe he's a bit underdone, but I think he'll be um, be able to fit in there. Obviously, with familiar combinations as well. Isaiah Yo picks himself. 14, I switched. I had this player the whole time, and I switched it back to – I switched it to Matt Burden. I changed my mind again because I am worried a bit about the centre – the center um, cover and a couple other position covers, but I think I think you got to focus on not picking for injury. Yes, you may get caught out, but I do believe you've got versatile players um, like Cameron Murray, who are obviously having my team on my bench. Um, that will do the job. So I have gone Cody Walker. I believe he is probably the best back that hasn't been picked in this team. He also was another guy that had a little go there at bench. I believe the Blues lost that game, but I think he'll bring Spark there. And he's one of those players we never bring up now because obviously he's had a bad series and Luai has been there and done the job. But he really can bring a Spark there. So I think, obviously, in great club form, Cody Walker is there. Payne Haas, like I said, is my front row off the bench. I've gone like you. I've got Tyson Frizzell. He can cover, uh, cover the edge. He can cover the middle, and he also has been there, done that. And he's a guy that I believe does step up in origin. His stats don't always reflect it, but I believe he is um, a tremendous origin player. And also Cameron Murray, 17. And I really think this is key. Obviously, on the edge, he's he's good because sometimes you guys have, have gaps on the edge, but I believe he is going to be the best suited to come on the middle, tied forwards. And I reckon the Blues really need to focus on stacking their bench.
Yeah, and I think that's what um I think that's what both of us both of us have done. So yeah, I like Cameron Murray there. So yeah, that's my team. Not too many differences. Obviously, I didn't have Jack DeBellin and you did. Um, and I've got Jordan McLean there as well. And um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other outliers if we're comparing teams. But yeah, I think it's pretty. Yeah. No, I, I think you make a good point there about Payne Haas actually about coming on after the big bash and barge because I don't feel like Origin will open up too much in that first 20, as you said. It's always traditionally been that bash and barge and then it's afterwards the game opens up and um, a lot of people probably will sit there and, and think that's crazy, but it has some merit to it because he's then he's damaging when he's hitting the ball up with his offloads and things like that as well. And if he's doing that against tied uh, defenders, then that that's going to be massive for the Blues. But I guess a few of the talking points for, for New South Wales we'll get into is, first of all, James Tedesco at fullback. And I think it's fair to say uh, he's he's done a job for years now, deservedly so, is is captain in in my opinion. He's done all the hard yards. Still, I think not in terms of form, but overall he's still one of the best players in the game um, just because he has that aura about him where he can just get it done. But it's got to – questions have to be asked because his form has not been great. Um, His side's form isn't great either. Like they just got pumped by the Panthers, which isn't good. Um, is there real concern there that some point in this series, let's say if they go down early 2-0 in the series, is, is Edwards close enough at the moment to be getting that number one? Um, so you're saying if they end up... If they drop Teddy, I, I, like, another way to ask that question is if we're only going on form right now, if this was how New South Wales was picked, and we all know rep teams aren't always on form, coaches have their select players, things like that. But if we're just picking this on form, is Tedesco the, the current number one? Well, no, no. Um, no, you wouldn't be. But I'll put it this way with TD. And I, obviously your points are valid. Um, I understand that. I do feel like we do have this conversation each year. We had it for Ryan Pappenhausen the year before. Mm-hmm. Saying that, TD was playing better footy than he was this year. Um, my take is that um, I have to see it to believe it. So I, I find myself really hard putting myself in that um, in that predicament because ultimately I just don't think that's possible. I just – if you had to tell me, because I'm going to predict Queensland to win the series because I'm biased like any fan. If you had to tell me New South Wales win the series, who's your man of the series – Despite the club form, I'm still going James Disco. He is the best Blues player I've watched live, full stop. And until I don't see it, and the most recent example was last year, where I actually think, say, if the Blues got a final try in that last minute instead of the charge down for Hunt, he is, hands down, your um, Wally Lewis medal winner. Um, but like you said, he is getting older. Um, a lot of his attributes do come down to that as well. But like you said, it's team form too. So I think, I, yeah, I just my ultimate answer is I just don't think that will happen. But you do bring up a good point. On form, um, Dylan, if we're doing an All-Stars team, Dylan Edwards is a New South Wales All-Star fullback for sure. Or you're putting, or you're putting Mitchell there and picking another centre like Talakai. Yeah, 
and I guess we're, we're both named Tom Trebojevic and there's been a lot of talk about Turbo and, and where's he at. I think it's clear to everyone he hasn't been himself this season. Um, if I'm to say one thing on Turbo, I actually was more confident at coming out of the game on the weekend, even though I know their team lost, because he made a lot of those hard, hard hit-ups and did it with a bit of pace about him where it's just that short running, and I'm more confident with him doing that in origin at centre. Um, if he was getting selected at fullback, obviously I, I don't think he'd be there. Um, I feel like Freddie's got enough confidence in him to make sure he can do that job at centre, and he's just one of those players where I know for you being a Queensland fan, it's probably good to ask you this. Would you be more scared of a New South Wales team without Turbo or a current Turbo, which seems to be about 80% in the team? Yeah, definitely just that current Turbo, because like in the day, yeah. he could just turn up and get to that best Turbo um, form. So ultimately, that's what it does come down to. And like I kind of said in my, it's uh, if Tommy, it will be in the, because Tommy is one of those guys, well, I, believe he seems like one of those guys like his brother that he will rule himself out if he's not okay so if he gets named doesn't rule himself out i'm like okay yeah we have an issue that means he is okay to go i yeah. believe anyway um so yeah 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 he, oh like you just have i had ptsd about him and latrell like they were monsters absolutely monsters not even that serious in particular, obviously the last one that you guys won, but the other series as well, they were just unreal. Um, Tommy hasn't really put a Tommy hasn't put a foot wrong in Origin, and even injured, I don't see him putting a foot wrong if he if he is confident in himself. Yeah, the scary thing I think for Queensland for this series is the other centre pairing, and that's Latrell Mitchell. Um, for mine, he's in rare form, um, not just in terms of what he's doing on the field, but how he's holding himself on and off the field as well. He just seems to have this charisma about him at the moment, which says, I'm the best. I know I'm the best at the moment and good luck stopping me. And he's just so channeled in, it looks like, that it's scary. Like as a para fan, I know I've got them this weekend. I'm shitting myself, but... Um, I just think in origin, he loves these big stages. He loves to be the centre of attention. I know it rubs a lot of people the wrong way, but I tell you, I'm a massive fan of him. And I think if there's one player, I know we've both said to Teddy will probably be, if New South Wales get it, be up there as man of the series, but would not surprise me one bit if New South Wales end up winning this series, that Latrell also has a, a hand or two on that medal as well. What, what are your thoughts there on Latrell? Yeah, he's... Yeah, if he's not on the form of his career, he's in that. He's definitely the most confident with himself. He's got, he's in terms of an aura around him at the moment. And he is, for me, in terms of my like liking Latrell, in terms of my fandom of Latrell, it's at an all time high. Um, I think he's got that mix right in terms of that kind of showmanship as well. And obviously, it's reflecting in his team and the Rabbitohs' um, kind of identity. Um, he's obviously not like when you think of the Rabbitohs defense, he's probably not the first guy you think of, but I just think like just kind of narrowing out those little ears in the game, making sure, you know, they've got the ball the majority of the time and 
they they just forced me reckon with and Latrell is the epitome. Like he's the symbol of the Rabbitohs at the moment. Yeah, he's in some form. Yeah, I I I must admit I'm one of those um and you know, I respectfully I'm one of those guys that has sometimes been off Latrell. Um, like I just just have I think sometimes turns up to like and it's it's not really anything to do with those extra effort plays because I've understood that he is not a Dylan Edwards and he's not a James Gessio in terms of that. But I just see him turn up to the first round of the season sometimes. And I think you could have done a little bit better in the off season, you know? Um, but he still, he still turns up and he still, he works himself into um, obviously that game fitness. And yeah, I've been impressed by the child this season. Like, yeah, will be interesting. I think he'll be able to switch it on pretty quick, but center mode, and getting that running game back because he's got the best hands as a fullback. So even though he's got that frame, he's actually his passing is insane. So yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that side of the trail. Um, only if it means that Queensland get the are able to still sneak out a win. Um, I'm also scared shitless, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he's that player. He can do that. Um, two more last points I want to do on New South Wales before we move on to Queensland. One is Jake Saboyevich. Now, his name this week, I think. Oh, okay. Before, I didn't see that. Sorry. Uh, Jake Saboyevich. So he's been named this week to play for Manly. And I think before his injury, he was almost texted in to play. I think Freddie has realized his mistakes early on last series. Um, wouldn't make that again, but he's only got one week, and this is the same as the Fox. The Fox for mine would have been very much more in the picture and made it a lot harder if he was back last week, but I don't think he's he's left his run too late. As a he's not a play that will scare you, he's not a Latrell Mitchell for origin, but he's one of those players who you know will do the job. Does he have enough time for one game to get himself back into your New South Wales side, because for mine, he he if he plays well this week, he will take Jack DeBellin's spot for my team that I listed. So he'd come off the bench and, and fix uh, or plug a gap or maybe let one of those big guys come on, as you said, after 20 minutes and, and start the game. What about you for Jake, if, if he can play a successful 80 minutes this week? Yeah, it's actually funny. Before we recorded, I I was scrolling for the team list, and he was the first guy I was looking out for. And then I must have got distracted, and um, I didn't see anything kind of pop up. So I actually just assumed he didn't get picked. Um, and with that information, yeah, I'd have him in there. I kind of wavered each way last year on you know his kind of impact for the Blues um, before he got selected. I, he played very he played very well, but um, I was kind of on both camps. Like he was a bit bit behind where he should be, but then they need that leadership in there as well. Um, I believe they need that, especially because you are missing potential guys that could be in there, like Campbell, um, Regan Campbell Gillard as well. Um, yeah, I, I'd have him in there actually pretty comfortably. Um, would I need this week to confirm it though? Nah, I. I Unless he's, unless I can see he's still counted injury, but say if he comes back like he was, uh, I think he's one of those guys. And like I said, the role I'd have him in was what the role um, I would have McLean in. It's just playing short short stints, maybe one or two short stints, and it's just basically getting over that um, that battering period at the start and 
kind of just calming the team down. I think it's just really important to have out there early um, and also to be in the locker room at halftime as well. Yeah. All righty. Let's move on to the Queenslanders, your mob. Um, you can go first. Let, let us hear the series-winning team, according to Luke. <laughs> yes. Now, I'm just going to run through mine. I have – obviously, like you said, I have seen – your team on Instagram. Um, so I have an idea. Obviously, I know who you have picked. Um, so first person that isn't on your team, <laughs> spoiler alert, Caitlin Ponga. Um, then I've got Salwan Cobo, Valentine Holmes, Dane Gagai, uh, Mary Talangi. Um, I think the centers put themselves. I think the only argument there is maybe if you could shift one of the, because obviously the centers have played wing in the past. But I believe they're the two best centres um, that Queensland have. We'll get into that Pong and Reese Walsh argument, I believe. So we'll cut there. The winger spots were hard, but Cobo, yeah, rocks and diamonds, probably an understatement. But um, there hasn't been, even though the winger's been playing good that are eligible, there hasn't been anyone that has really grabbed that spot for me, except for one player who I have not picked. Um, and we'll get to, I'm sure we'll get to him. So, yeah, I've got Cobo there because he's still in a team that is doing very well. Mario Talangi, he's, yeah, he's just playing, he's playing okay. And I don't think he really reflects how bad the Cowboys have been. And I think he did a job. And also being on the Aussie camp definitely helps his chances as well. Um, the guy I didn't pick, very tempted to, is Hamaso. Um, And I think basically why I didn't was a lot of that. He's been playing fullback. Um but he did an awesome job at centre when he was picked there in game three and 21, I believe. So it was close. It was, it was, he's a guy that I'm still, I just want to get in there um, because his form deserves it. Like he's in better form than the other two wingers. But at the end of the day, um, he wasn't there last year and he's not playing winger at the moment. Um, Munster, Daddy Chew Evans picked themselves in the house. I have gone with, yeah, front row is tough for Queensland. I have gone with Tino and Christian Welch as my front row at the moment. Tino has to be in there. He is our best front row, I believe. Um, yeah, and he just to think how young he is, a captain of the Titans. Um, yeah, it is a great asset to have early on. And Christian Welch obviously wasn't there last year. I, I love it. I've got a soft spot for Christian Welch. Been a Storm fan. I believe he is just an awesome, got awesome charisma, and because of that, he is a great leader as well. He he's returned back okay. Um, probably as good as he can kind of like. You shouldn't ask too much of him, but I'd have him. He might be a little bit underdone, but I'd have him on there because he is just someone you want there, and he is going to give it your all. Hunts your nine. Kafusi is your second row. He he was a lot for me there. Been fantastic for the Dolphins. Fafita. Honestly, pat on the back for Fafita. Um, I thought it was going to be very hard for him to make it back in here. Um, but his form this season has been great. He has been helped by a couple X-Factor players, in particular um, Jeremiah and I, um, not playing so well. Because I think sometimes you can only pick one kind of guy in that edge back row that is a real X factor that might, yes, might make a few errors, but man, he could um, kind of split the split the game open. And Fafita has done just something fantastic. Pat Garrigan, oh, Pat Carrigan, sorry, 
from the bench to my starting 13 role. Last year's Wally Lewis medal. Yeah, you can't. Don't think you can argue that one as your 13. On the bench, Harry Grant. This is where it gets interesting. Um, his form is dipped. Well, his team's form is dipped a bit lately, lately, but he's a bigger, bigger body like you'll hear every day of the week for there's obviously always his players. I think I mentioned it with Hudson Young, but we have seen this. I think Lindsay Collin is going to be my 15. He's an origin player. Um, another guy you can put in that category is Ruben Cotter, a smaller body, but I think he's going to be very valuable coming through the middle. Number 17, I originally had Jai Arrow. I also had Tom Gilbert ahead of this person as well, but I do think if there is an injury in the back line, I also do think this guy can play middle as well if we want to kind of go with that um, strategy as well with some lighter footwork as well. I've got to get Kurt Catewell in here. He can cover edge, obviously. That is his main position. His form hasn't been great, but his versatility is huge. And also, he's going to be playing limited limited minutes. And he has done a job for Queensland. And I think it's been an underrated job for Queensland because he had to play centre in that one particular um, series, and he did fantastic. So he has... Had, he has on multiple occasions kind of stepped out of his shoes and done a more than an average job. He has exceeded expectations. So, yeah, my bench, just to go over that, is Harry Grant, Lindsay Collins, Cotter, and Capewell. Tell you what, it's a, it's a big, it's a good side. Um, as a Blues fan, I've got to be professional uh, with this and... I think this year more than ever is the other way around for once. And I think Queensland have a riches of talent and there's going to be some really inform and talented players who don't make the 17 who any other series would have probably walked into the side. And that's a scary thought for a New South Wales fan, how strong all over the park, Queensland are going to be this series. And even with injuries, if they come into it, which I always do, I don't think Queensland fans uh, should be too worried at all because the depth for pretty much most positions is there as well. And it's just quality all over. My, my one to 17, I've gone, as you mentioned, I've gone Reese Walsh. Um, form purely too hard to ignore. Has Ponga left his run too late? He's really he's going off his last game. He's right there, rock there, almost neck and neck. And it's gonna if if we did this probably next week before the the Origin sides got named and Ponga plays another game this weekend like he did last week, I'm probably going Ponga. Um, I do think Walsh has dipped slightly in the last week or two or, or maybe three weeks, um, but I think the Broncos have as well. Um, so. I'm excited to see Reese Walsh at this level, but look, I, I would not be surprised if Ponga does get it. Um, the wingers, I've got Selwyn Cobbo. Um, I just think Ariel uh, Saltz, he's too crucial not to be there. And the other one, uh, as you mentioned, Murray Tuolangi. Um, I think he, because of the Cowboys' poor start, he wasn't really thought about much, and I think because the Hammers form. But he's done. A, he's been real solid. Um, he's still done a few of his really good tries um, that he's known for. And as you mentioned, I think he'll get a lot out of that Australian tour. So I feel like Slater will um, stick with him. Uh, he's played some big games in the last 12 months. So 
he'll be there ready to go. Um, Valentine Holmes and, and Dane Gagai, I've, I've heard rumours that Dane Gagai might be um, pushed out, but I don't think Queensland will do that. They're too solid. Uh, they stick unless their legs falling off or something. They'll, they'll stick with Dane Gagai. He, he rises and he's a different beast when it gets to this level. We've seen that in the past. There's always been jokes about it. The halves, you said it, it picks themselves uh, unless someone goes down this weekend. But Munster, Cherry Evans, uh, every day of the week. Cherry Evans will be your captain. Tino and Christian Welch are my front rollers as well, along with Ben Hunt, um, purely because I think that will free up Harry Grant um, down the track, let Ben Hunt get bashed up a bit and and deal with that early onslaught. Uh, he'll, he'll do that really well. Um, he's, he's done it in the past. My back rollers, I've gone Kurt Capewell to start. Now, I agree with you. I don't think he's been fantastic this year. I think he's been outshunned by, obviously, uh, Payne Haas and Reese Walsh uh, in that team and Reynolds as well, who have been playing really well. But he's done his job. Um, he's mm. done the job before in Queensland. He's been involved, involved with some big moments already. So I think he'll he'll get the job done. I like Felice Kafusi, how he's played with the Dolphins. Uh, Stormman in go said he's getting older, but I'll tell you what, it's like he's, he's one on the clock back a bit. So looking forward to that one. Patrick Harrigan, as you said, just been uh, another level. And so I've got Patrick Harrigan for sure. My bench, Harry Grant, uh, David Fafita, you mentioned it. So impressed with this guy at the moment. He's not just doing what David Fafita does. He's doing stuff that every second rower does, and that's what he normally wouldn't do in the past. He, he wouldn't be there to do those hard runs, um, to back up, be that sort of person, but he's doing everything right. And it wouldn't surprise me if he did get that starting spot. To be honest, he probably deserves it more than Capewell. But I just think he, like you mentioned with Payne Haas, him coming yeah. off the bench when it's I'd, sort of yeah, I'd change yeah. mine. I I change. I would actually. I think I I I'm gonna switch this a lot during the week, but I think I contradict myself. Hey, eh? like I believe that I think because I, I normally focus on that with the middle forwards, but I think Fafita is that physical beast that he yeah with him in a full gas tank against a couple depleted players and use Kurt Capra as that guy that is going to yeah just kind of be in that softening up period I would do what you've done actually originally I just kind of went with the logic there where it's like now Fafita really does deserve that but I've got to be honest with myself and believe that um I think Dave Fafita will really benefit from coming on a little bit later. So I'd switch that up. So sorry to cut you off, but I just thought yeah, yeah. it was, yeah, just thinking about that, especially as soon as you brought up Haas, like I was thinking it before, I was like, yeah, damn it, you've hooked me in there. Yeah, no, exactly the reasons why I'm picking him off the bench. Absolutely destructive. Ruben Cotter, just as that safe man as well. Let's say, for instance, Carrigan was to go down, you've easily just throw him in there. He'll, he'll do the job. Interesting what minutes or what role he does play. Uh, he'll obviously be a prop probably if he does come on and everything just goes according to plan. But he'll do a job. He's been sensational for the Cowboys the last few weeks again. My 17 is an interesting one. Now, I think this is a, yes. a spot where a lot of players have come into contention. There's been a, a few that's going to be obviously out of this. I've gone the red nut, the, the crazy ringer. I've gone Corey Horsburgh. Um, I think he's screaming out for this chance. I think he's a massive origin player. 
he has so much emotion and I know Queensland and Queenslanders love that. I'm looking forward to seeing him in this Origin Arena. I don't care if he only gets 15 minutes, 20 minutes at most. He can go crazy. Just absolutely bash some blokes, which I reckon he can do and go off. And he'll he, honestly, he'll be adored by the fans. Uh, he, he'll be obviously one of the first picked every week if he can do that. So, um, yeah, Corey Horsburgh is my 17. Now, you mentioned it uh, first off, probably the fullback, the Reese Walsh versus Kalen Ponga debate. When I'm going to safely assume probably two to three weeks ago, Reese Walsh was your fullback. When is it or why is it that Ponga is now your fullback? No, I've always said Ponga. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but with an asterisk because, like, obviously at times Ponga's we're kind of waiting for that that announcement that he was going to be taking a longer period off. Um, I can't look past his form last year. And I just had a, you know, you just have that feeling where you just give him time, give him time, give him time. He has kicked on a little bit later than you would have liked. But um, like, like I mentioned before, um, you have guys that you see that are origin players. Ponga, like before Ponga debuted, yeah, you probably said, yeah, he's an origin player, but more just because how quality he is. But in terms of that, you know, just kind of going to another level, like you wouldn't have probably picked Ponga in that vein, uh, but he just does. And I'm just going to also talk on the other side of the fence too with Reese Walsh. I, 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 he'd be the player I'd be most nervous about as a in my own team. Just like the maybe defensive stuff, maybe just getting carried away. Look, if he was played, I would be very surprised if he doesn't break the line at least once or if he doesn't do something where it's on highlights. But I also wouldn't be surprised where he had one of those plays where it's like, look, if we, if any of our other spine players did that, would be ridiculing them. Um, like, and that's nothing on him. Like, he's such a great player, but he's also young. And I just see little things where he, I shouldn't say he plays downhill footy, um, but I just think that there is errors in his game, and I just I think this is why I do believe that there is a chance to exploit him as well. Um, I would like Reese Walsh ideally to be brought in at some point, like Ponga did um, in his in his debut off the bench, just to get a feel of it of the contact. But I'm really obviously I'm think the rotation that we've got with Harry Grant and Ben Hunt is the way to go at the moment. Um, so, yeah, that that's for me. Just, yeah, obviously, Ponga being able to turn up origin time and also Reese Walsh's um, kind of, yeah, negatives, I should say, um, which is like like what Reese Walsh, maybe you can say Latrell now, but he's been the form fullback across the whole comp. Um so yeah, it's nothing against him, but um, at the end of the day, he is—he's still learning. Um, but like, if if Ponga wasn't available, like, I'd be very stoked to have Reese Walsh in my team, um, and he'd be my next my next man in. So yeah. yeah, it's just just those two main points, really. Yeah, the one of the contentious positions I think for Queensland, and it's one where. I'll, I would not be surprised if it's any of these four candidates that I'm about to put forward. It's actually the wingers. And I feel like there is room there for not necessarily a, a selection shock, but 
it could be mixed up and it's still, I don't think Queensland fans would be too worried. Now, obviously the two we've named, Selwyn Cobbo and Mario Tuolongi, in our opinions, are the two front runners. But there's two players I feel like could also do the job and could be thereabouts when it comes to Slater's thoughts. And that's the guy from your mob, um, Xavier Coates. And I also feel like the last player will be had an absolute mental blank of what I was about to say and who, but... Um, Oates, maybe, or Felt, one of the two. Well, yeah, Felt Felt would be one. Oates, I don't think, because he's obviously, he's got that injury, uh, so he's not oh, yeah, there. True. Yeah, not there at the moment. Um, felt, yes. Where where are you at? Oh, sorry, and the last one, obviously, the hammer. We, we, we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hammer, no, I, was, so. I, was thinking, I was thinking pure wingers for a second, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the hammer, sorry. So that that four selections will we'll take Felt. I think Felt's too far behind in that pecking order. But hammer, Xavier Coates, I know you shook your head, so you're not happy with his form. You've obviously watched a lot of their games this year. But where, where are you at with the, the winger pairing? Is it pretty much locked in those two or you can see the other two? Yeah, like I love the idea of like, um, of of um, Coates, like the idea of Coates is great. A big winger that is an awesome try scoring threat. Little glimpses we've seen. Um, what we expected to see, like oh yeah, the Storm are just gonna produce another superstar. Um, he's been one of the biggest kind of letdown signs we've had. I do have faith in him, like I, in terms of kind of turning out. But um, at the moment he hasn't really. He's still quality, like he he is a really good player, but um. Yeah, he just hasn't really done it for me at the moment. Look, I, I think the other person I would obviously hammer, and look, I don't know, because maybe, and I'm just going to throw a bit of a spanner in the works here, because I don't, because the older this player gets, the least likely maybe he'll be able to deliver in this position. But if him was to come in, I'd actually, because I do sometimes have issues when he is taking the ball back from kick returns, and he does, tends to do that. He tends to just look weaker than the other player. Like, he protects himself. He doesn't do it as bad anymore. But, man, it used to worry me when he did that early on. He, like, basically surrender. Um, he's a lot better at it now. But because of that, and because I was quite impressed with his debut at centre, I'd debate shifting Dane Gagai on the wing. Um, also, Dane Gagai will, for three games of a series, Get in there and run 200, close to 250 meters a game. He just will do it. It's just maybe he might not have that same pop to a step that he once did. But I tell you what, man, he's been in some awesome form. Because um, I wouldn't have been surprised this time last year if we're um, kind of, if we had to predict this team, I'd say. Because there was little moments last year I thought maybe he's dropping off. Um, he wasn't quite Origin Gay guy. He was more club. His, it's kind of actually reverse in a way. Um, but that would actually be an option for me. And I think it's, yeah, just a couple of things. Hammer debuting there at centre. Um, yeah, and I believe his skill set's actually just a bit better for centre at the moment um, than wing. So, yeah, that would be my – I'd bring Hammer. Hammer would definitely be my next choice. But, yeah, I would just debate putting Gagai at winger. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. The last one before I go to the, the viewers' questions quickly. And, and oh, we'll sorry. sorry. Would you, sorry about it. Even, you'd probably, you'd want to keep Holmes at centre, right? 
Yeah. 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 I think yeah. that's where he's best. Yeah. Yeah. No, just because obviously, like, and I know Matty Johns has been harping on about he'd actually have turbo at wing um, because they actually get more involved. And I'm just wondering if you give your best, because he's our best outside back if you're talking centre to wing. Um, I wing to see, yeah, across the board, wing and centres, it's pretty fair to say that Holmes is our best one. So if you go with the Matty Johns logic, which I tend to actually kind of agree with, but I believe Holmes does get himself really involved, is that maybe it does make sense, maybe swinging Holmes to a wing spot. But I think, you know, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And yeah. I would have Holmes there. But I just think, obviously, because he's got a background as a winger um, and kind of leaning towards the train of thought that um, Matty Johns was thinking. So, yeah, cutting you off there. But I just thought, obviously, Dan Gagai's played wing, but obviously Holmes is there as well. Yeah, no, that's fine. Viewer questions, I've got one from Daniel. Um, and that was on, do we think Teddy should be at, at fullback the way he's been playing currently we've kind of already answered that one yeah. um yeah. i think we've both sort of agreed if it was picked purely on form he probably won't be there um but we all know origin tedesco is a different beast um and it's safe to say as captain he's going to be there um so we don't need to go too far into that one another one uh, from troy should origin be played only in queensland and new south wales so obviously mm. this year they're taking the first game to adelaide Last year, one was to Melbourne they take, or Perth or wherever it is. They take one each year. You're a traditionalist, Luke. Do you like it to stay New South Wales in Queensland or do you like the whole idea of taking one of the show, our showpiece event one place different each each year? Um, I've – if I was – I've mm, – it's funny – I'm more on the traditional way of thought, actually. Eh? Um, it's tough, too, because I'm from New Zealand. Because, like, say if I... I don't know how much it's impacting, like, Australian rugby league. Like, it could be it could be something that if I'm adopting my train of thought, like, how much is those ones that aren't get, now getting that, as in the Adelaide's and Melbourne, Perth... Um, how much are you guys actually growing the game with State of Origin there? And I expect that it actually is because it is our it's our Super Bowl, really. It is our main spectacle. Um, but as a pure fan, it's just like it's called State of Origin. Queensland and New South Wales play. It should be in those states and just switch it up. Um, also, like, also just going off that, I'd actually like the winning team the winning team to always, from the previous season, to always have that, like you do in the NBA Finals, say if you have the higher seed, you get four games out of the seven. I wouldn't mind if, say, like Queensland would get two games and not actually switch it year about. Actually, no, you've got to earn that back. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that. Um, yeah, I agree. As well. So, yeah, if I, yeah, but I do more and more when I think about it, I do understand the train of thought with that, but the traditional and also watching the game as well is from it just it doesn't seem the same. Um, obviously you you're quite familiar with the ANZ and the uh, obviously it's not ANZ anymore, but familiar with Suncorp, so it just feels different. How about yourself? Um, I'm a traditionalist as well. I, I'm. I feel like there's enough games in regular season football to be able to take those games elsewhere and 
be able to showpiece our game without taking the masterpiece elsewhere. I feel like State of Origin should be just kept between the two states. It's that much passion involved. Your idea is perfect. I feel like whoever wins that series, the reward should be they get two games the year after, um, and that's how it's done year in, year out. I personally don't – I feel like the whole argument that the NRL and that say about growing the game, most of the time when it is in, say, Adelaide, it's just footy fans from New South Wales or Queensland going to Adelaide anyway. Um, Mm. And I'd probably guarantee at least 70% of the people in that stadium were from out of South Australia who who does attend – um, in a few weeks' time. So are you really growing the game? Uh, I don't think you're going to get many Adelaide fans, um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see what, what happens there. But that's it for that. I want to ask you last quick question, Luke, in terms of players of the series. Let's say New South Wales are to win the series. In this game, we can't choose... The captains. Oh, we've got a bit of an issue here um, with Luke. He's frozen up. Oh, we're back. You, you're back. Done. There he is. Uh, Sorry who, about that, mate. Yeah. So, no, you're final I heard, question. I heard, yeah, I heard captains. Yeah, so I'm going to do a, a player of each uh, for the series for each team, but you can't name the captain. So if the Blues are to win, who's your, your man of the series? And if Queensland oh. are to win, who's your man of the series? And it can't be the actual uh, captains themselves? Because I think they're, they're obvious choices when it comes to this, when you actually look into it. So you're saying Daly Chivens would be the obvious choice, you reckon? Well, I think he'd be one of the ones up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, okay. Queensland. I can go mm. first. I've got more plays if you want. Give you some yeah, time. Go yeah, go on. New South Wales, I've already mentioned it. Um, and it's interesting because it's I think it's very rare that it would happen. Um, and I think the last one to do it was Turbo, but I think Latrell in centres um, could do it. Uh, I just, as I said, love the way he's playing at the moment, love his aura, and he could really do something special. I can just feel a Turbo-esque uh, moments like he did that three tries in that game. I feel like Latrell could do the same thing. Um, and no doubt would be... The biggest fear, I think, for Queenslanders at the moment is that Latrell Mitchell. So for Queensland, I'm going to – the temptation is to go the obvious one in Munster, um, but I'm going to go – I'm going to lock in Felice Kafusi um, as a, a different Ooh. opinion. Um, just in terms of how he's played for the Dolphins, I think the Dolphins has changed him – as a player, and not normally you see a Melbourne Storm player get out of the system and not necessarily improve his in his game, but just how he is all overall as well. Um, he hasn't got that cockiness figure that Latrell has, but he's just got this confidence at the moment where he just knows exactly what he needs to do and he's doing the job so well. And I just feel like especially with the quality of players around him at origin level, he's going to be one of those players that really step out and looking forward to, to seeing what he does. Obviously not as much as I want Latrell, what he can do, but Luke, who are your two? Yeah. 
That's interesting. Like, obviously, Nate Miles. I think my favorite series of all time was 2012, and Nate Miles' stats did not kind of scream Wally Lewis medal, but he did win it, and I think they'd be kind of similar in the sense for Felice Kafusi in terms of his stats sheet won't really show it, but I don't mind that pick. I was going to go with some obvious ones. Obviously, Munster and D and not Daly Evans. Sorry, Nathan Cleary were guys that stood out for me. But it's for me, it's going to be a 2-1 series either way. And yeah. I believe one of those halves, like we, and I think it normally does happen, not that they're going to have a poor game, but if you go on to Fox Sport and you go into their match ratings, this guy is probably going to have a 5 or a 4 just because their team lost the game and they're the most important player. They didn't deliver all that hoo-ha. Um, but I do believe there are certain players that will just keep turning, um, will be obviously don't have the spotlight like the spine players do, but are still very integral to their team and will star if they win or if they lose. I'm going to go after two fur teams, Isaiah Yo. And I'm also going to go... I'm tempted to go Cameron Murray, actually. I know he's come off the bench. Now, I'll go for Zayo. And I'm going to go Pat Carrigan to go back-to-back. I think he'll just deliver. I think... Man, I, I really rate Pat, Pat Carrigan. We weren't too high on the Broncos this year, from what I remember. But I think I did say... Now, I'm not going to, you know, you know, share and champagne with this one because ultimately, Payne Haas has been a big reason why they have been awesome. But I thought Pat Carrigan was the X factor because I thought maybe he is just that good. And he's been arguably the form 13 of the competition. Um, yeah, I just was so impressed with him last year. And I think he could go back to back. I really do. Because I think this this game, this series could be run one in the forwards for me. And he could be obviously the standout forward for Queensland once again. I, I agree with you there. And, We've run out of time. Um, time to, to pack it up. Off we go. Uh, just quickly, guys, Stat Wars will continue. Uh, we'll have the posts up. Uh, I think the results the next day or so. Uh, mm. Also, we'll have the next weekend Stat Wars, obviously, as the games go on. So tune into that. We'll also probably do, once the squads are released, we might do another Origin video at some point next week to go over everything. Um, and have a look in an in-depth look like we did today, but on the actual teams itself. So um, me and Luke will sort that one out. But thanks for for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for if you haven't already give our pages a like um, on all our social media platforms. Well, I'll put it up in the post. I appreciate all the the love that you're giving us, guys. And until uh, we speak again, enjoy. Can't wait for the Origin lineups to be released, and can't wait for the footy this weekend. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Tom.